Nunchi. Korean. The subtle art slash ability to listen and gauge others' moods. Having high emotional intelligence. EQ. Being a Jedi in social relationships. Being able to navigate that space frictionlessly, harmonically, to the degree where people talk about how well you navigate the space. How you know to be polite. How you know to ask the right questions. How you know to give the right nonverbal cues that then show people that you're genuinely, authentically listening to them and caring about them. How you know to prioritize that. Nunchi. This subtle art. With social dynamics. In a way that drives you and your success further. You achieve more in your family dynamics. You achieve more in your friendships. You achieve more in the business and entrepreneurial world. In your spirituality. Because you've prioritized EQ. This emotional intelligence. This nunchi. The Korean nunchi comes from approximately the 1600s. Nunchi. Chinese. I force slash power. Literally, I measure. So this I force, I power, I measure is how well you handle the subtle art of social relationships. High social sensitivity to maintain harmony. When somebody has the anger emotion, Do you know how to be a Jedi and peacefully and gracefully and wisely with your happiness and with your peace that's imperturbable and your joy that is causeless? Do you know how to navigate that so that the other person also notches down their anger towards a more peaceful and happy and joy-filled state? Do you know how to navigate those stressful situations? A lot of this work with emotional intelligence has to do with spiritual quotient, SQ, as well. Because the more that you undergo the process that the Buddha talked about, where you dive down inward to the roots of your craving and aversion, and you eradicate the 
clinging and the aversion to either what you want and desire or what you don't want and don't desire and rather you are able to maintain a level of equanimity of peace and of joy in every single cloud that arises as an experience you recognize that you're the sky rather than getting lost in the cloud of experience that's what enables you to have high noon chi. the spiritual quotient is what drives the emotional quotient but also having lots of combinations of social experiences when you go through the permutations when you go through these example after example you pick up all of the myriad algorithms that happen in social scenarios and you figure out how to navigate them more and more like a jedi more and more swiftly but if you yourself are going to get triggered because you haven't went on the inward path then it'll be difficult for you to navigate the eq so the sq the spiritual quotient is going to enable you to navigate external eq social relationships a lot more fluidly harmonically and this is paramount for your interpersonal dynamics across all of your relationships again family how often is it that we butt heads with our family, but those with high noon chi are able to be very subtle and very graceful, very agile with their ability to be wise and be graceful. They know when to not engage. How many people can say that they know when to not engage? Everybody's always trying to prove themselves. And that's why Lao Tzu wrote in the Tao Te Ching that the wise man doesn't have to prove himself. Know when to take a step back. Be subtle. Be like a Jedi to that degree. With your friends as well. When your friends have something come up in their life, do you know how to honestly, genuinely, authentically give a shit about them? Do you know how to pick up the phone and call them and say, I'm here for you right now? Do you know how to help them when they need help? Do you know how to just hold space for them when they need somebody to listen to them? Do you know how to motivate them when they need the motivation? When they need the accountability? And especially having Noonshi with your friends that are of the opposite sex as well. Because what's going to happen is Men especially, the ones that have high emotional intelligence, the ones that are like Jedis, they're going to recognize more and more that their relationships with women are because women find them to be a good friend. 
And for men that are awakened, for men that are enlightened, their relationship with women is not prioritized by their biological desire to reproduce with them. It's prioritized as a co-creative capacity to actualize unique projects and gifts into the world, to help them achieve what's in their heart, to help them both God realize going inward and actualize going outward. And this is the same thing with women and men as well, for them to be able to navigate their relationships with their guy friends as well in a way that has a high subtlety, a high ability to navigate the God realization and the actualization as the priority over the biological primal instinct. That's not to say it won't happen at any point. Of course, there's still procreation and reproduction that's very necessary. Those are very necessary for us to continue creating these portals for the next humans to come through and play in this dream. Yet, with friends, it's going to be really important for you to recognize how to do that with the opposite sex. And then with business as well, with business, there's going to be a lot of times when you have to know how to negotiate your worth. If you're negotiating an hourly pay where a lot of people are at today, then negotiate on your behalf, but really be working hard in order to know how to step into that conversation with the boss and do that process. Same thing with a partner. If you're in an LLC and you have an equity split in the company, or maybe you're an employee and you're getting a point. 1% vested over four years at your company, maybe you think you deserve 2% after the first year because you've performed well. And so you want that over the next three years in increasing amounts to earn 2% at the end instead of one after four years. So in order for you to be able to navigate those situations swiftly, you have to have the Jedi like Noonshi to recognize the social dynamics between you and your partner in your LLC you're negotiating with or with your boss at the company that you're earning equity for or the hourly wage that you're requesting to be increased by your boss. And so there's all of these dynamics in the business world with negotiations as well to know at a deeper level with social relationships and social dynamics. And that's why there's this abundance or absence of Nunchi. So you can put it on a big spectrum where you have the, here we have the example of the Nunchi Itta, the quick-witted, the understand situations quickly, common sense. Another way to say it is nunchi paruda, quick nunchi. And then on the other side of the spectrum over here, we have nunchi epta, clueless, no common sense, lacking nunchi. So you have this quick-witted, quick nunchi side, and you have this clueless, lacking nunchi side. And so to recognize where you're at in your abilities on that 
spectrum of Jedi-like ability to navigate interpersonal dynamics. There are so many people that are super hardcore on the IQ and they don't have any EQ. And there are people that have tons and tons of SQ and spiritual quotient and God realization, but they have absolutely no IQ and they have little EQ and little DQ, digital quotient. Very few people are able to swiftly navigate the space of all four of those. Nunshi, the EQ component, is massively critical. And in modernity, DQ, the digital quotient, your ability to disseminate memes, the memetics, the units of cultural information transfer, to be able to disseminate those around the world in distilled and exciting artistic ways that inspire people, is a huge underappreciated combination in modernity. And so is the God realized state in the spiritual quotient. So more and more, it's becoming clear that your polymathy, being a polymath, having learned much across different disciplines, your breadth is really important. And the EQ, the Nunchi, the social interpersonal dynamic space with your family, your friends, your coworkers, people online is insanely important for both your moment to moment as well as for your successes in life. That online component is another one because the social dynamics are important in person, but we don't talk about the social dynamics online enough. Here's the thing. If you're God realized, you actually recognize that the quote other is actually the self or God expressing itself through us as unique expressions of that one infinite. And so... Because of that, you would never write something negative to somebody else. It doesn't even make sense. You would never dislike what somebody says. And here's the reason why. Because you would know how to Jedi navigate the scenario where if you are going to engage, you're going to say something like, somebody just made a comment on one of our recent videos, I believe Julie did, and said that this additional camera that we had in the background that it was taking away from the cleanliness of the background shot here and so for the next couple of streams before we have another guest come on the show where I need that camera back for if we take visual notes I've moved it to the side and the person when they commented they made it really clear that hey Great video. Here's just a piece of feedback. And I hope you take it to consideration. And I did take it to consideration because it was done as a Jedi. It was done with high Nunshi. And that's when you know because it's the God realized state speaking to the God realized state, which is that you and I are the same God. We are the same one infinite expressing itself through these unique expressions and talking to itself. And so 
that spiritual quotient enables a lot of emotional quotient to become really successful. And think of yourself on this spectrum from having an abundance of Nunshi to having an absence of Nunshi and practicing. Because as an interviewer, especially over 720 of these interviews in the last couple of years, I've went through the combinatorics, the permutations of sitting down for these one-on-ones with our guests and looking at them in the eyes and recognizing all of the unique expressions, all of the unique aromas that they are and the way that they hit these tennis balls over to me and my ability to, with high emotional intelligence, hit them back. And the same thing's true with your family, with your coworkers, with your friends, with people online. The same thing's true across those dynamics is knowing how to swiftly navigate them. And that's why this word here, meta communication, you have to go beyond communication. You have to have this macro level view on communication. So you're not just, excuse me, So you're not just in the cloud of the experience, but you're also taking the observation or the witness perspective from the macro level and watching what's happening from that sky, watching the clouds. And so that way you become meta aware, aware of awareness, aware of communication aware of the nuances of the social dynamics of what's happening. And therefore you can look and recognize things like paralanguage. So you can recognize things like these nonverbal and non-lexical cues for emotion and meaning. And that's going to be things like the intonation, the pitch, the speed, hesitation, gasp, sigh, moan, groan, throat clear, mm, vocalics. And that's also going to be things like gesticulation with the facial and body expressions, the eye rolls, the eyebrow raises, jaw drops, arms crossed and tense versus arms relaxed and leaned back. And you have to know all of those dynamics depending on the other person that you're speaking to based on their status and clout, which makes it really more difficult. It adds another variable. So... And this is a lot different in example, the Korean and the Japanese Chinese cultures than it is in the United States when you're potentially talking to somebody that is maybe a young artist or influencer or musician. It's a lot different talking to them, especially if they're millennial or Gen Z than it is when you talk to somebody that was born in the 50s or the 60s and that is well-known and that has a different level of social dynamics that need to be applied. If you see the difference between that, you're already really aware. That's a whole level. Somebody born in the 1960s is today like 60 years old. And somebody born in the 1990s is today like 30 years old. And so you recognize how to navigate the difference between someone that's 60 years old and someone that's 30 years old. And if you recognize even that and how you dynamically adjust yourself to not only their age, but also their status as well, because again, you're going to 
be able to achieve a lot more with people if you are cool and calm and relaxed. In the sense of it's important to be excited and it's important to mirror people's excitement and their levels of expression. But yet it's also important to recognize that the first impression is so damn important and that if you are calm and collected and surgical and precise with your words and with your nonverbal cues, with your paralanguage, you're going to be able to achieve a lot more in these interpersonal dynamics off of the bat because people are going to recognize that about you. And that's why today you can see this list of emojis that we have here. Emojis are another sort of way to understand this type of nonverbal or non-lexical cues for meaning and emotion because you have these emotion icons where you have a smiley face or a winky face or the kissy face or the heart or the pr or the prayer and that these all mean different things and that then there's also an interpretation a hermeneutics that happens on the person that receives it as well and so Noonshi also has a lot to do with your ability to use emojis. It has a lot to do with your ability to navigate the digital quotient landscape. Do you know how to write really solid captions? Do you know how to write really solid bios? Do you know how to be swift with using a couple words in a message or maybe you just send over a quick audio message back or maybe you send over a video message back maybe you call and do a FaceTime right away a video call so that you can jump right into what you need to discuss with the person having this style of analysis on a meta communicative level it makes you more like a Jedi but you got to know that these things exist. Let's go over these examples here. You have the intonations and the pitches. And then you have the speed at which you talk. The speed at which you talk. And then you have whether or not people hesitate. And then you have the... <gasps> Uh. <clears throat> mhm. Mm and what those do is they especially when people are speaking to you and you're locked in eye contact wise that you can deliver back a verification on an emotional intelligence level to them that makes them feel like you're registering at a deep level. So when somebody finishes a profound 
sentence, maybe they say something like they're grateful that they did not get hurt from the car accident they were just in. And you say something like, <gasps> and you have that gasp, you have that that jaw drop. Look at the eyebrows, right? The jaw has dropped, the eyebrows are up. And now look at the difference. If you don't do that and you're just looking at them and they say that they're grateful that they didn't get hurt during the car accident and you're like, Wow. There are so many nuances in meta communication to be able to properly show people that you have high noonchi. And that has a lot to do with gesticulation as well. You can tell that I use a lot of gesticulation when I talk. And there's a huge difference between when you kind of like sit back versus when you come forward and versus when you kind of go. Huge differences, huge differences. The vast majority of the time you want to be engaged. That's as simple as it is. Engaged in the sense of if it's relaxing, this type of an engagement is good. The arms crossed engagement is a very closed off engagement. And the leaned in style engagement is especially important for body movement if you want to like gesticulate and also if you want to kind of be a little bit potentially quicker witted as well. You're leaning in or you're leaning back, but you're not really going like this. You really don't want to be tense. That's a thing to avoid is being tense. Don't lock your jaw. Be very careful to not be fidgeting. Don't be like fidgeting with something nonstop. Watch out for your knees. When you're doing the thing where you're, when you're doing the leg tapping, don't be anxious. Take a deep breath. Relax. And then recognize that that's another expression of infinity. You're an expression of infinity as well. You're just infinity talking to itself. You are God talking to itself through these expressions and to recognize that you relax it becomes more playful it becomes more harmonious it becomes more love driven more wise it's not about taking something from myself and then having the other person be less well off it's about the rising tide lifting all the boats it's about the pie growing and becoming bigger for everybody to share. In essence, the really strong word to use for Nunchi is sensing.
in a sense, you are like a cell. You're like a cell that has to sense its environment. And you have to know about the communication that's happening intercellularly between cells. And all of the different social dynamics that happen at that intercellular level. And so you as a cell are constantly sensing. So some people's sensing Nunchi emotional quotient abilities they might be absent versus they might be abundant. You want to be closer to the abundant side of sensing. And you want to be more on the abundant side of being able to navigate like a Jedi and to know when to engage, to know when to not, to remain equanimous, peaceful, loving, joyful, harmonious, yet know when to extract yourself from a scenario. Knowing how to provide the right cue at the right time in all of your social relationships across family, friends, coworkers, people online. And that's why on a sensing level, it's really about the other cell. It's about sensing their mood, their current feelings, their state of mind. It's also about Nunchi sensing ambiguities. So you're going to have people that have this gray area and one person that does not have Nunchi is going to have no idea how to react to that. And another person that has Nunchi is going to be like Joseph in the coat of many colors and is going to be able to whip out anything off of their tool belt because they have a lot of breadth. When you have a lot of breadth in social experiences and you have a lot of tools available to you, it's really easy for you to navigate the emotional intelligence landscape, even in those gray areas, especially humor. You know how to use humor. You know how to play with people. And when you know how to do all these different types of things, when you know how to do that, and then you know how to get <clears throat> a little bit serious. And uh, what was the equity stake that you were offering right there? If you know how to do both of those things, if you can ebb between the absolutely silly and the <clears throat> let them know that we want a more ethical supply chain. If you can do those two things, you have mastered life. Because that is, in a sense, the God realized state, which is the very playful state. The very childlike laughter of the infinite state. And then you have the God actualization, the outward expression, which is very much like the business and the entrepreneurship and the success of the expression of the infinite. And another good example with sensing is podcasts versus vodcasts because when you take the audio only component, which if you take one of these, that 
is across some of the audio distributions that we have and you don't have the video component of it, you're going to have a lower resolution emotional intelligence to draw from and analyze sensing wise. When you have the video component, you have a higher resolution sensing that you can do about the mood and the emotional state of the cell that you're dealing with or that is expressing itself. And so you can really see where these ambiguities, these interpretations come into play, where if it's just on audio, it's a lot more difficult for you to be able to interpret sometimes, especially if somebody is speaking like a monologue and they're keeping pretty much the same tone and pitch throughout. Your dynamicism, your ability to go all the way up really, really high and then go really, really low. And to be able to do that and to be able to do that whole play and business, that navigation is so critical. And you always gain points by trying to understand EQ versus when you tell the one that's trying to teach you something to fuck off because when you take the wisdoms that are being communicated to you, like I gave you that example a moment ago with the camera, or when I gave you the, the other examples with people that are like a mentor to somebody when they're helping them with some of their entrepreneurship or some of the actualization of their gifts or some of their God realization process to not have the ego get in the way, have that be dissolved enough to where you can be receptive to really good feedback and incorporate that in with Nunchi also personal relations take precedence over business. So success is by establishing anti-fragile relationships based on mutual trust and benefit. So Koreans judge individuals based on Nunchi. So meaning that your rapport building, like we did in especially chapters one through seven of high-level perception, where you notice that we were very much not as oriented by consciousness and metaphysics until the very end because we were building rapport with people about what is very common and ways to see in higher resolution around what's really common. And so when you build rapport, you build the personal relationship first. You prioritize that in building an anti-fragile relationship first. And then everything else, especially in the business sense, will fall harmoniously in line because you trust one another and you understand that you're growing the pie for one another that it doesn't have something to do with self-dealing and ego and so the business culture is grounded in respectful rapport doing things like checking with a mutual friend to ensure peak nunchi and higher clout cold emails etc so things like I'm still working on this myself, but things like when there is a higher node, somebody with more clout, 
status, to know how to navigate that relationship is something that even for the last couple of years that I've been trying to figure out how to do better and better. And I have my good moments with it. But there are also times when I don't slow down enough to actually be able to analyze the scenario and potentially get the perspective of one of my mentors that might be, you know, 35 or 40 years old that's been there before and learn from them on how to optimize the navigation of that social relationship. And then I don't have to fall on my face in the learning process again. And so those sorts of rare candies or level ups are really important. And to humble yourself to the extent to know when to do that is really critical. And again, spending time developing, fostering personal contacts, particularly the first meeting should be all about simply establishing rapport and building trust. Man, that can't be emphasized enough. We're getting a good amount of inquiries from people around the world that are trying to be like, hey, can I do X, Y, or Z for simulation, these different components. And whenever the alignment is really resonant, when we feel the first call with the person, it's all about getting to know the person at a deeper level, getting to know their God realization, where they're at in their spiritual journey, where they're at in their God expression, their God actualization, their outward journey, and seeing how much alignment is there, and then figuring out some of the exploration on a co-creation level on the business side of things, and how we can help be a mirror on the God realization side of things. And this is going to be really critical for everybody in their nunchi, in their emotional intelligence, is knowing how to prioritize building rapport and building trust and delaying their gratification. And there are also going to be times when it's important to just go with the flow artistically with what is coming intuitively to do. And that that is perfection. The exact way that it's expressed is perfection through you. Again, we talk about this so much, but at the most non-dual level... It all just simply is perfect, whole, free, already, unconditionally. And at the dualistic level and the dualistic concession, you have what is suffering and you have well-being and you want to navigate yourself more and more towards well-being. It's already navigating you more and more towards well-being, prosperity, abundance, and to recognize that the, at the level of the many, at the level of multiplicity, at the level of individuality, that we all are the same source. We are all the same infinite, the same God expressing itself here in this reality, in this dreamed creation. And that we are eternal. That this is just one expression. And that we've been doing these expressions. We're going to keep doing these expressions. And so to know how to navigate that also. Because when you give kids and adults these three little circles that have past, present, and future written on them. And many people in the West will take past, present, and future and line them up linearly when asked to line them up. And many people in the East, when they're asked to line them up, they'll stack the past, present, and future right on top of each other. 
And that's basically the essence of the synthesis, the grand synthesis between the East and West. It's the synthesis of the inward, the infinite, the eternal, with the outward, individual, artistic expression of each of us. And Nunchi, emotional intelligence, plays a massive role in our success, our ability to be able to, like a Jedi, navigate the social relationships, navigate with high amounts of emotional intelligence to maximize our unique artistic expression's potential. It's as simple as that. Have that meta-communicative analysis. Be the sky that is experiencing the clouds and have a meta-macro perspective on how to undergo a process of upgrading and augmenting your abilities. That's it. Nunchi. Subtle art and ability to listen and engage others' moods. I'm really grateful to Shaker Pie and Josh Holland for introducing me to this concept. And I know Salim's also a big proponent of this and even Mariah as well. And it's just been fun to learn from them and be able to take this on myself as well because I care so much about emotional intelligence. I care so much about spirituality and how they actually help tremendously with everything that we do in the outward expression. So to really be able to dive into this, you know, when you walk into a house, ask the person, should I take my shoes off? And if you're really spiritually intelligent, you will always take your shoes off because as the Native Americans here said, that shoes kill your connection to the earth so it's actually better to always take your shoes off when you're at the park take your shoes off when you're at the beach take your shoes off feel your feet in the grass feel your feet on the soil feel your feet in the sand similarly Nunchi is being showered it's having good hygiene it's having brushed your teeth that way, when you're talking to somebody, they don't have to think about how you smell poorly or you have bad breath. You never want to put that on somebody else because technically you're putting that on yourself and you don't want to do that because you wouldn't want that happening to you. You don't like it when people haven't done well on their oral hygiene. It's really common sense. It's Nunchi is very common sense. Emotional intelligence is really common sense. But we have to go through these permutations. We have to go through the combinatorics, all of the different combinations and algorithms of social expressions. We have to become aware of the eyebrows, of the jaw, of the wow, or the Oh my gosh. To know how to navigate that is critical. To know how to sit 
with somebody and build rapport and build trust and how to know how to surgically ask the right questions. I did a whole TED talk, TEDx SF talk on the art of powerful questions and how to do that. To be able to ask the right question is the vast majority of the game in the dream that we're in. To know surgically with high emotional intelligence how to drop the perfect question in. To show somebody like, damn, that person asked a fantastic question. Thanks for caring about me. And then they're like, well, my answer is. And then you're there present with them and you're hitting back another good ball. But then they're also, if they have high noon, she high emotional intelligence, they'll hit you over a question about your God realization or about your God actualization and your expression and how they can be in service to you just like how you're aiming to be in service to them. Because ultimately we're all in service to one another in this dreamed expression. It's as simple as that. I love you so much. Infinite love, infinite adoration. Thank you. I would love to hear how you feel about Nunchi, how you feel about emotional intelligence, becoming a Jedi, all of these nuances of interpersonal dynamics, of all of the paralanguage, the meta communication. Based on also the nodes level of status and clout as well. All of these nuances, all these variables. We'd love to hear from you in the comments. If the video brought you value, like the video, please subscribe if you haven't. Share the video with people that you know this would profoundly positively influence. And also you can join the channel and become a member. All of the revenue goes directly back into actualizing all the cool projects that we have going on. And also you get great exclusive benefits. And that is all. Thank you very much. And give all of these metacognitive, metacommunicative, meta-awareness around EQ and social dynamics and Nunshi a deeper analysis. And you'll be surprised at how much you will ramp up your success. Adore you. Thank you.